Hi, everybody. Welcome to Agency Unfiltered, the HubSpot Solutions Partner Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Dunn, and Agency Unfiltered is a weekly web series and podcast that interviews the owners, founders, and executives of agencies and services providers from around the world about whatever it takes to grow and scale. Episodes can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. Today on the podcast, we have on Yen Sundell, Chief Revenue Officer at Coxio Labs. What's interesting about his team's growth story as a solutions partner, Coxio made the intentional decision not to get into the traditional inbound marketing retainer business when they joined the program. Jens shares what drove that decision and how they instead found their niche in consulting for business process design. And as Jens explains, this focus on business design actually allowed him to improve upon the siloed marketing efforts his clients were experiencing often on the heels of working with one of the inbound marketing retainer-minded peers of Coxio. We also dig into exactly what business process design is, including what it looks like in a sales process and as a client engagement. Jens also helps differentiate consultation around process, like defining and designing business processes versus consultation around technology, like CRM implementation, integrations, and architecture designs, and whether one comes before the other. And because I can't help myself, I get his thoughts on his team's approach to solutions architecture, including the processes his team uses for designing data models and the important questions to ask in discovery to build that right tech stack and data flow for clients. Are you looking to stand out and see a sameness? Then tune in to the Coxio story and double down on your team's core skills as a means of defining your go-to-market, especially when it's going against the grain of your peers. Let's jump in. Hi, Jens. Welcome to Agency Unfiltered. Welcome to the podcast. How's, uh, how's your day going? Thanks, Kevin. Pleasure is all mine. <laughs> nice to be here. Really looking forward to the discussion. Uh, I would have said good morning. I'm going to try and keep my iced coffee sips as quiet as humanly possible. But you know, like the little ice cube shakes. Hopefully that doesn't come through. Uh, but no, it's very no, much, I would imagine, getting close to the end of your day. Uh, yeah. Good afternoon from from Helsinki, Finland. It's it's getting getting towards the later hours of our day, but but all good. We always have time for HubSpot, so. Oh, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, well, Jens, I'm excited to get into uh, the story behind Coxio Labs. Um, you know, the show is very much clearly agency unfiltered, but it's been a mm. long time. Or you know, there, we've had some guests come on that are very very adamant. Uh, about not being agencies. And so it's like, I think that's also representative of where the HubSpot Solutions Partner Program is today and where it's been going and where it will continue to go. And so I think Coxio Labs and your team uh, align with that notion. And so uh, I'd love to dig into your growth story, the team's growth story. Uh, and it sounds like early on, uh, there was a very like a very intentional decision made where it's like, hey, listen, we're not going to get into that traditional inbound marketing retainer business that we were seeing a lot of these partners, you know, doing primarily. Uh, tell me more about that. I'd love to hear from your perspective. What drove, what drove that decision? Thanks. Very, very good question. And, uh, and, and definitely exactly as, as, as you said, like we've taken, taken a bit of an odd route uh, from, 
from the first beginning. I think everything starts from uh, from kind of the expertise of our founding team. So we have a team uh, who used to work in large IT companies, so very familiar with the IT uh, IT business model, uh, and 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 actually. Coxia Labs is a spin-off from from a company that uh, that is focusing on on service design and business design services. So that that kind of that combination of 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 having a background from an IT company, technology, and then having the business design, service design uh, angle that kind of uh, initially brought us to HubSpot, so to say. Mm-hmm. So HubSpot, like when designing these different uh different services and 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 business models and processes for our clients hubspot was usually the technology that just suited best there obviously you 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 never start the process with choosing what technology you start to like looking at like when we when we discuss business uh methodologies and business approach you always start with the end customer so end customer then comes okay what processes and then last what technology and yeah. HubSpot just happened to be a technology that works really well for the clients that that uh, we used to used to work with and and that we work with today as well. So that's yeah. kind of the origin of okay, how how did we come come to HubSpot? Or what's the story behind behind kind of choosing HubSpot as a technology and why there really isn't that like marketing focus because sure. we really didn't have even the expertise of going to okay let's become a marketing automation agency or let's start creating content and stuff like that yeah. and then uh i guess you know bold bets in the beginning you know we <laughs> we uh, a lot of the the team members early on they had implemented hubspot in their previous companies uh they had used them as a as a sales uh, leader as a sales rep uh, and knew what it what it could do already. Let's let's take you know six seven years back. They knew that okay, marketing automation piece is damn good. The CRM is growing. Uh, it's becoming better and better. So so then it was just a bet to make that okay, uh, HubSpot is go- this is where HubSpot is going on the CRM side. Maybe mm-hmm. something else will come on that. Let's bet on that. We know. You know, we know business, we know sales, and let's bet on that and then create services around that. So yeah, that's kind of maybe in a nutshell. So expertise of the founding team. Uh, we saw a a good kind of opportunity on the market. We all know that the, the marketing service, uh, market retainer market on creating content, doing inbound mm-hmm. marketing, stuff like that. It is like today, it was already then pretty crowded. So sure. so we saw a good opportunity and, and, and hit on that. That's great. No, thanks for sharing. You know, this is a podcast that uh, loves bold bets and big bets. And so it sounds like at least in, at this moment in time, it, it seemed to have paid off. Um, and it was a really good point too about, uh, you know, we're not leading with technology. We're leading with uh, needs analysis, uh, the business design or the processes that need to be defined for these kinds. And what's the technology to enable that? And it just so happened that HubSpot was was the right one. It sounds like maybe there's some team members too with some working experience on it, which is great. Right. Um, just a just a baseline, the benchmark. When did you? Uh, when did the team join the HubSpot Partner Program? Uh, I think it was around seven years ago. Then, oh, well, then yeah. that, that we became partners. Uh, and in the early days, it was uh, it was not so much of uh, 
like HubSpot as the core business. It was business design and service design. But then yeah. later on, so Coxio Labs uh, story as as its own brand started roughly roughly three three years ago uh, when we kind of spinned off and 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 realized that okay, you know, we should definitely double down on HubSpot. This is you know. There's a lot of opportunities. The partner ecosystem is growing massively, mm-hmm. so let's double down on that, and that's where we are, are right now. So, uh, so yeah, that's great. So, business design, process design. Now, I don't want you to reveal your secret sauce necessarily, um, but what does that look like in practice? Like, how would you define that? What does the actual engagement with a prospect or client look like for business or process consultancy? You know, how you define it? Yeah. That's a very very good question, and uh, you know, I don't think there's a silver bullet or or kind of nothing, no like big secrets. It's obviously the people that do it, but uh, but basically, it, it, as mentioned earlier, it starts with the end customer. So we need to understand the end customer. We need to understand the business they are in. So, uh, techno like no one buys technology in order for you know we want to use a new technology. It is for serving, you know, for something. It's the end customer that gets value in some way. Yep. It just happens to be that HubSpot's technology provides uh, immense value in terms of, of, of like how the customer experiences uh, the, uh, like our client's business, how the communication in done, is done and, and so on. So basically, uh, like if we take a look at clients that come to us nowadays, we have actually quite a few uh, companies that come to us that have implemented HubSpot at some point with another partner or with HubSpot, and mm. then they come back to us a year after and saying like, okay, uh, now we have the marketing piece, we're doing something, but it's actually becoming uh, to us as you know, it becomes an expensive uh, email tool to us. Sure, right. News we're not using it enough, right? Exactly. We know that there's more value to extract from this. Exactly. Yeah. So you know. Uh, we may might talk about we're using a marketing automation technology, but we're not even utilizing automation in any way. It's more about uh, being a, being an expensive newsletter tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so then they come to us and say like, okay, you know, we understand that there's more in HubSpot than just the marketing piece, uh, uh, and we would like to. We're already paying you know, 10k, 20k a year for the marketing piece. We want to get more out of it. So we uh, and then we basically we start the discussion about their business, really like dive deeply into understanding their business, their end clients, uh, like all the all the processes from marketing, sales, customer service, like how are they working, digging, digging, digging deeper, and trying to understand that. And once we understand that, we can easily then see that okay, you know, there are opportunities to utilize the technology in a different way. Yes. But usually we have to take a step back to the drawing board. So we start mm-hmm. going back and, you know, maybe we interview uh, some clients. Maybe we, you know, start drawing the processes, like the key business processes that they have once again, so that you can, you know, attach it to the marketing side. We're not forgetting sure. about marketing. That's not the case. Like it's a it's a key functionality of, of, the, of the overall business. But in order to tie marketing with sales, customer service, everything together, the whole customer journey, you need to understand the kind of underlying uh, things there. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Would you consider uh, like process, like consultation around process 
and then consultation around technology are are they distinctly are they two separate things or are they two sides of the same coin right or I mean, I don't want to like mix metaphors here, but it's almost like what came first, the chicken or the egg? You go in, while they're just using the email tool, there's so much more that they can be doing and you can identify opportunities there. But we also need to determine the processes in which they need to execute. That'll inform the technology. You know, like what's the relationship, I guess, between process consultation and technology consultation? If that makes sense. That's a, uh, I mean, that's a very good question. It's always part of the discussion that, you know, uh, we are also a, a, a technical agency. So now we're now we've been talking about the the business understanding and the design methodology, which is you know core what on what we do, and that's the background. But then on the other side, we are a technical agency. So we have our own coders. We develop our own technology on top of HubSpot, and we like in order to understand the business. First, you understand you know the end client, the processes, their business. Uh, then you need to understand the tech stack overall. So it's not only, you know, rarely is there only HubSpot as the tech <laughs> technology that they use, but there is a tech stack, marketing, sales, customer service, a lot of technologies, ERPs, you yep. know, massive amount of technologies. So then that is, you know, that's a big part of the of the kind of process design or or like the, architecture of the tech stack that you have to do you need to understand okay what are you using what are the connections in between what are the value yeah. you're trying to achieve from connecting certain technology what data pipes in from which tool to what tool which exactly. direction how is it leveraged and so that's that is some of the your team uh plays in that realm you offer some of like that architecture or solutions designing type support as well Very cool. correct correct because you can't really you know you can't really design the processes and configure HubSpot system if you don't understand what data flows from other technologies into that system. Yep. So so it, everything ties together. It's not about, okay, you do something first and you do then something, but you need to understand the overall overall uh, bits and pieces there in order to make it successful. That's at least what we believe in, that, that you shouldn't, shouldn't go and, okay, now let's, you know, let's do just the marketing piece here. <laughs> Like the marketing, what, what what we see happening quite a lot is that the marketing team works in a silo and yeah. they choose their technology. Like now we implement our marketing automation technology and sales doesn't even know that they are using HubSpot. Like this right. is, this is the, like the larger the organization, the more that this problem is exacerbated, right? Like even more so. Yeah, correct. Correct. And this is still the reality. Like even though, you know, we've been talking about sales and marketing alignment for I don't know how many years, uh, but this is still the reality in many companies that sales doesn't know what marketing, like what technology they use, what process they have and how that aligns. That's just reality. And it's, uh, it's, it's to some extent a bit sad, but luckily we're here to help. Yeah, luckily there's partners like yourself to help uh, remedy, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. um, no, you 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 made it clear. Like, listen, we did not come into this thing with traditional inbound marketing, content marketing experience or expertise. Uh, however, um, by working with the HubSpot platform, customers on HubSpot, like it's you, it can happen, but you'd be hard pressed to not get your hands on the marketing side of the tool, right? You even mentioned like siloed marketing teams potentially, or teams just using HubSpot as just like a newsletter tool and not taking advantage of the, the other pieces there. So you probably got dragged in to some marketing consultancy based on your role as like a business consultancy firm, right? So like, how, 
how did that work? How, how did you uh, put it all together and drive value for these clients who need help with their marketing efforts, knowing you weren't the marketing experts necessarily? Uh, good point. I need to correct you there. We actually, like we do marketing services, but we don't do, uh, so basically like our work starts from, you know, a lead coming into the system. So we work with marketing uh, piece of HubSpot, but we're not the one uh, focusing on, you know, attracting more leads. We don't take care of the, you know, content content piece. We don't write content. We don't, you know, uh, we don't uh, work on the on the ads campaigning. Right. So the marketing activities themselves are outside your purview. But it sounds like yeah, business. Like if we're trying to define process, certainly you help consult on the processes exactly. that the marketing team exactly requires. like right. yeah. exactly right. exactly. Gotcha. So we work like automation. That's a bit like automation overall in HubSpot. That's you know either marketing related or HubSpot uh, Salesforce uh, Salesforce. That's that went well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have, but, no. but sales related so uh it doesn't matter like the automation piece is obviously there and it touches both parts of it so so naturally we work on marketing side we we do also you know we work on cms as well but mm -hmm. our like if we look at the traditional marketing retainer like agency who provides retainer services in terms of okay we create your content we make sure that you get more leads that's something that we've uh, completely uh, kind of uh, avoided to do. It's an omission Obviously. from your go-to-market. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. So we can all, like, we can collaborate with other HubSpot partners. We can collaborate with other marketing agencies who do that piece. But yeah. then we take care of making sure that, you know, whenever a lead comes into HubSpot, the whole, the whole journey after that works. Yep. No, that makes uh, a ton of sense as you've uh, explained it. Um, Thanks for the clarification. Yep, makes a ton of sense. Uh, let me ask you this. You had mentioned that oftentimes marketing departments are siloed in their uh, purchasing decisions for uh, the tool that the marketers need. Uh, do you find that uh, businesses that offered like those traditional inbound retainers were also siloed in only driving value for marketing, right? And so have you been able to... Uh, or do you find clients that come to you and you're able to help solve that? Or like, does the business process beyond just marketing help de-unsilo, de-silo? But do you, you, you know what I mean? Like, do you find that uh, the traditional marketing agencies were equally siloed as were the purchasing decisions from the marketing department? Uh, and is that something that if I'm an inbound marketing agency, uh, should I be cognizant of? Should I be thinking about a potential pivot? How, you know what I mean? What's, what's your take on that? Uh, Not the clearest very, question I've ever asked, but you know, just want to put it out into the ethos and see what yeah, you think. Yeah, you know, that's that, that's fine, and it's a very good question. Uh, obviously, like I have, I haven't worked in an inbound marketing agency. Uh, my background is from from uh, software as a service, sales, and 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 uh, you know, I have a business business background in that sense. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so I don't I don't have a clear answer on that. My assumption is that. Quite often, it is you know it is too narrowly looked like uh, sure. that you know marketing does its own thing and it's you know uh, marketing agencies have have been been around for so long uh, and 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 they they are maybe a bit too stuck in the way that they 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 do things uh, and not looking more kind of broadly into into. Yep. 
you know, sales customer service, uh, maybe sales a bit, but then, you know, looking at the whole journey, yep. uh, maybe not that much. But again, this is my, my assumption. I'm not an expert of, of inbound <laughs> marketing agency stuff. Uh, so but your take is, you know, your, your, your working hypothesis is businesses would be better served if they would appeal to or, or offer consultancy or support around the full journey, not necessarily you know, siloed into that marketing, marketing. Cor cor correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. service, like if we think about services on a specific uh, topic, specific area, that's, you know, fine, but at, at least so that there would be an understanding of the overall journey and always, you know, it would, it would start with looking at a more broader picture of the overall journey and the tech stack that is in use that would bring a lot more value to the clients. That's definitely my, my, my take on that. But then when it comes to, you know, okay, we, we provide services into this specific, you know, piece that that's fine, but don't mm -hmm. forget about the rest, you know? Sure. So that's, yep. that's yeah, no, that makes sense. And, and semi-related, but going back to the, I mean, the bull bet that um, Coxio made in that, well, we know the skills and the expertise of our founders and like our leadership team. And so we're going to go to market here instead of, what like the the most common service offerings are amongst partners should other partners in 2022 be thinking about it in a similar way like is there room for more uh, against the grain specialties or like specialties as it relates to the hubspot platform that aren't aren't fully uh you know fleshed out maybe at this moment of time does that make sense is there should other folks be thinking about their core skills and doubling down on them similar to the way in which coxio did you know, a handful no, of years ago. No, I think it's really good to continue just on the marketing side and we can take the rest. That's right. Time. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. That's very yeah. helpful. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yes. No, stay out, stay out of the way. Yes. Stay, stay out of the way. You know, we have our path going, going where we want it. That's so, right. I mean, to be, uh, to be frank, I mean, definitely you should be thinking, I mean, there are a lot of companies that do really good businesses on the marketing side only. And that's, uh, and that's fine. You know, it's, it's not that it would be somehow, you know, bad to 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 just work on marketing stuff, uh, but I think there is like I think there is just massive opportunities like what HubSpot's ecosystem overall offers uh, in terms of you know for a technical partner such as us that we develop vertical solutions to HubSpot's you know platform so that. Uh, HubSpot can be utilized with companies on, on verticals where you haven't been that successful yet. So, you know, there are technical opportunities. There are, you know, solutions partner opportunities. So HubSpot has become such a um, kind of broad platform nowadays that definitely, like, you should you should at least, at least kind of um, think about it that, okay, <laughs> should we... Should we maybe expand our services? Should we focus on on something more that we do today? Because the opportunities are there. That's for sure. Two threads I want to pull on. Uh, first is uh, developing a technical team. Obviously, you uh, you had some of that already coming in. Like obviously, that's how you built the business. Um, would love to get your take on how other partners that might not have come in with that institutional like technical bat like that mm -hmm. technical skill set how can they and their teams develop the other thing you mentioned briefly was the verticalization piece that you find valuable would love to learn more about it um let's start with the technical development first we'll get to the other one how should other like, how do i build a team of technical consultants or you've mentioned architecture a little bit like how do i build up that skill set in my team 
if I am traditionally marketing, etc.? I'd say that uh, probably at least like two things to to uh, to think about and 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 like what we've done extremely well from uh, from day one working with HubSpot is uh, is networking. So mm. you know, meet people, learn how the ecosystem works. So you know, meet with HubSpot employees, meet with solutions partners, meet with app partners, learn from there, find opportunities. You can you know you can find another agency that already has the the expertise and you can maybe you know acquire them or or or, or merge with them so sure yeah that's you know network uh get to know how the ecosystem works and and find opportunities from there that's i'd say that that's probably the 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 best way to to go about it then obviously like uh at least if we look at the the you know the nordic market which is our our home market hubspot talent is 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 quite rare so you know i would hire you know 20 coders uh any day if i could find them it's not and you still have room for 20 more right naturally we like <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah uh, magic wand wise but yes i mean it's the, t- the technical talent is hard to find it certainly correct. correct so then then like start with finding one kind of like depending on obviously like how big of a company you are and and do you start as a startup and 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 maybe you found a technical co-founder that is interested in HubSpot's technology from a more technical perspective you know you always have academy where you can learn stuff uh and and HubSpot has great people that you can then then discuss with and and you know learn more so maybe those two points that you know find a person who's interested in HubSpot's technology maybe has some some experience already on that and and is technical and wants to really grow that from from uh from from that point or or then you know go after the opportunities in the ecosystem like yeah meet people understand how they works and uh and and then you know find opportunities from there yeah i love that so it's it's tap into the existing network or, uh, of partners or the ecosystem uh to to learn more to network to knowledge share there's there's experts out there uh, but right. it's also there's you know there's the rule of thumb of just uh, hiring for your own uh, uh, gaps of knowledge, right, or experience. And so it's like if you're able to bring somebody in that has some of that technical background, again, that's the that's how you can start to get that piece of the business rolling. Certainly, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, now uh, the other half was verticalization. Um, uh, how much of an opportunity do you see in front of partners as it relates to verticalization? What does it look like for you? Sounds like maybe there's some point solutions. You've have you identified, you know, the short list of verticals that that you see success in, and then yeah, what's the opportunity in front of partners? Should more be thinking about it? Um, I think uh, definitely. I think I think there is like if we if we look at other. Uh, platforms what's what's happened with verticals that's that's a nat- natural thing that will happen with hubspot like uh if we look at coxio and vertical so we we actually launched our uh first vertical solution for the energy retail market in uh in uh like earlier this year mm-hmm. so so we have basically created a solution for for a certain vertical that has ready made things so that you know hubspot that can e- that HubSpot can be more easily deployed for certain verticals where HubSpot hasn't been that successful. 
So mm-hmm. uh, an energy market is something that we've been working with a lot in in our home market. We know their processes, we know the technologies, uh, we we know the business pretty well. So that's that's what we've done. We have other verticals as well that we've been been working on, but but so this is this is something that we're we're betting on pretty big time. And you mentioned the ease of deployment. So it's almost like, hey, we understand the taxonomy that they used and like the customization that they need inside of HubSpot, likely some technology to integrate around it, uh, the reporting, the metrics, the results that they care about. Is that, is that, do those things factor into deployment? Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's again, a, a pretty like extensive uh, whole of, of, of many things. So point solutions, reports, uh, processes, data models, uh, and then we also have some some of our own kind of um, uh, point solutions that are specifically for certain verticals that we have developed uh, based okay. on the data that we have gathered already with them and so on. So yep. that's uh, that's an interesting opportunity, definitely. And I can start to hypothesize the value, but I definitely don't want to assume. I can imagine uh, probably more effective marketing coming out of Coxio for that target vertical, uh, accelerated sales process. I mean, so what are the benefits that you're seeing? Uh, after betting on this type of you know uh, verticalization inside of HubSpot and around it, I mean uh, you know uh, if if you think about from from HubSpot's point of view, is naturally you know HubSpot wants to grow. We want to help HubSpot grow, and and you know then we grow, <laughs> grow 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 there as well. So so if we can bring you know new types of client, new verticals to HubSpot's uh, technology, then you know that's that's a massive value to 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 everyone so everyone wins on that sure. uh and then uh you know we want to be a tech a tech partner uh so our kind of our aim is as well that you know we're not the only one selling our vertical solutions globally but this can be so you know sold by any any other partner who wants to implement you know hubspot for a certain vertical can utilize coxio labs vertical solutions for that Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those companies. So, yeah. so I think that's uh, a lot of opportunities there. And is verticalization uh, determining uh, how to go in that direction? Is it similar to the to the bet that uh, Cox made at the beginning? In that, like, okay, well, where are we experts already? What is the experience of our team? And like, that's where we should focus our time and energy, right? So it's almost like looking within, like, well, what industries, what verticals do we already find success with? How can we take it to the next level? Is it fair to say it's a, a fairly similar approach? Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you all my secrets, but right. uh, you know, everybody, uh, we should saturate the energy retail market. More, more partners should target uh, those types of businesses. Yes, yeah, definitely. So come on, let's uh, let, get here. No, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, it comes from your expertise. Like, you can't really sell. Uh, or you shouldn't really sell anybody else's expertise. So we've been working with these clients for a longer time. We we understand the business again, uh, and then you know we just want to help other similar companies you know work better. You know customer experience in general. I mean, if you think about the energy retail market, that's in general like horrible customer experience mm-hmm. in, in in many many companies. Like you get you you do a contract and then then you get you know six calls after that on on they want to sell you something else and no one knows what the what the last one has talked about and it's just horrible so there's a lot that you can do on on improving the customer experience in general well that's it's a really good point um 
when I was trying to to bullet out uh, like the benefits of uh, like this verticalization strategy, talked a lot about what it could mean for Coxio, right? Oh, better marketing, better sales. But honestly, the biggest the biggest impact is the client experience, the customer experience, right? And so um, that's a really good call out. Um, if you'll in, if if you'll indulge me for a moment to go back to solutions architecture just briefly, um, going back to okay, well, we need to uncover the the uh, the needs, the processes, the opportunities for improvement for the uh, business, and then that will go be executed in technology, right? Uh, is it fair to say that that sort of uh, needs assessment begins in some sort of like discovery phase or in the sales process? And if so, what are your recommend? Like, what questions should we be asking at that sort of like discovery stage? Uh, to get the pertinent information you need to be effective architects. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And and like it starts early on. It starts very like I'd say like in if we talk about HubSpot terminology in 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 your sales process, I, I guess it's the same as 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 HubSpot sales reps does. They 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 have a discovery phase quite early on. Maybe not the first call, but the second call. You already dive in a lot deeper to how does this look from mm -hmm. a broader perspective like what are we talking about here what do you want to achieve how does your tech stack look uh like you you dig you just dig deeper there already and after let's say one hour discussion you should already have a pretty good understanding okay what are we talking about here how big of a mess are we talking about here <laughs> generally like or usually that's the that's the case anyway and uh sure. and like uh what uh, yeah so that's I'd say that like an hour discovery takes you already a long way, way if you can ask the correct questions and and you can put yourself into to the shoes of the of the customer. Um, yeah, it's a great point. Um, now I have a last last question. I have the final question, but I have one final question before the final question. This is like the penultimate. Is that what it is? Penultimate question. Um, How much time do we have? Yeah, uh, we have. Uh, uh, we've talked about the bold bet. Right. Hey, we've made a big bet. It's obviously playing out uh, well for Coxio. What's what's the next big bet? What's the next bold bet that you see in front of you? Or the bold bet that you want to make based on directionally where you see HubSpot, Coxio, the partner program, client base, etc. What's the next one? That is a damn, damn, damn good question. I, I think we're like we we have to make bold bets on a, on a maybe not a daily basis, but on a weekly basis because because we are constantly evolving and, and and moving you know based on on what we see going on on the market and how how we see our clients uh evolving so i think you know big parts of the of the big bets are around okay where is hubspot going and where is hubspot not going mm -hmm. so obviously you know we don't want to build the same stuff as hubspot does we want to expand the technology the platform overall so that's that's what we're like. We are very close, uh, closely following uh, where HubSpot obviously is going. Sure. So um, I can't tell you exactly what the big bets are. Uh, I'm just trying to poke and prod for the secrets, you know. That's, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just seeing how deep, how what, what can I extract from you. But that's, it sounds like if anything, identifying the gaps slash opportunities. Uh, uh, are in and around HubSpot's own direction and the direction of the tools, et cetera. Correct, because that, that's 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 big part of it. That you know, uh, obviously, like we want to develop technology that's not gonna 
overlap with what HubSpot has on their roadmap. So, sure. so that's kind of where it comes that you, again, coming back to understanding the whole ecosystem, talking with HubSpot's employees, with part, other partners, with, with, uh, so that's, that's where it comes from. So yeah. if someone wants to discuss about the next bets we make, uh, you can connect on LinkedIn and we can have a chat. <laughs> we'll see if anyone takes you up on that. That's fair. Uh, okay. Final question. Final um, question. We do wrap every episode with this question. Uh, what is the strangest part of agency life? The strangest part about agency life? Strangest part. Hmm. This one isn't in like the prep sheet. You know, this is the curveball that I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, and you can't probably say that this discussion... <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Yeah, this. Yeah. The podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it would be the, the first time I did get that though. No one's no one has cited that yet. So yeah, because this this is yeah exactly. Uh, I'd say that the whole the whole life like I worked in in like I can say that I'm a kind of startup guy. I worked in startups and 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 uh, and know the startup life and and obviously when when you look at the agency life in a in a way we're not a hundred employee company yet so. I'm uh, I'm gonna say that we're still a startup slash growth company. So yeah. I guess you have the you have the mix of a startup life and an agency life. So that you know that together that becomes strange. <laughs> you already you have... wear so many hats inside of an agency. Never mind also how many hats you have to wear at like a startup age exactly. business. And so yeah, just the exp- yeah that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, Ex- exactly. So if your title says that you are whatever manager or or officer of something you can guarantee that you have to do tens of other things as well so that's you know but that's the fun part that's what i you know that's what i why why i came to an agency for uh, that you know i i like i like things to be strange i like things to move fast and and, and yeah. be able to contribute to that so that's why i like 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 the life yeah, right. You have to be the right type of person, right? It has to be something that energizes you. So yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Definitely, it's it's not for everyone, but you yeah. know, for the ones who 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 likes this type of of atmosphere, this is this is just golden. Yeah. Well, Jens, we are officially out of time. That's all I have. Uh, so I appreciate you coming on for sharing the the growth story of yourself and the team, walking us through uh, process consultation, how you apply it to technology, some big bets you've made along the way. So very much appreciative of you coming on. Thanks so much, man. Thank you, Kevin. My pleasure. It was really nice. everyone uh, that has been tuning in, this has been another episode of Agency Unfiltered.